Hi, Marys. It's Colin here. Um, so just a quick heads up before this episode starts. I discovered as I was editing the episode that about 20 minutes in, a minor technical difficulty with my mic resulted in my mic not really working anymore. Um, and so it was like my laptop mic that's recording me for like the last hour of the episode. Um, I think it's totally still something you can listen to. It's kind of a throwback to the All Right, Mary, Miss Bliss days. Uh, Johnny's track is fine, so at least 50% of it still has that warm NPR sound. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up that you're not going crazy. You're not having a stroke. If 22 minutes in, I start to sound very different. Um, just, you know, these things happen. And uh, thanks for understanding, and enjoy the show. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> you would have done it differently because like I said if you would have told us we would have handled it different and also the fact that you think that you're giving this to them as a gift is a misconception your legacy on this show on its own and what you've done you should be proud of that not how you're exiting which I don't appreciate I honestly think that you could have handled it a lot better babe and I'm saying this from my heart I wish you could be more of an adult because now People are gonna see you as the bitter loser. I want you to be portrayed as the person I know you to be. And I'm telling you this from out of love. Thank you for telling us. But next time you're gonna do this, do it a different way. Thank you. And don't forget, we will always love you, darling. You are love the part of the family. Thank you. And we shall see love each you, other again soon. You, Thank, Thank you, you huh? Love you, darling. Well, this was certainly a surprise I did not see coming. I thought Kim Huai was going to be a front runner. I thought she was going to go really far. I'd at least see her in Snatch Game. And uh, this was a gag. Again, Drag Race Thailand throwing like curveballs. Yeah, this was such a goop. I mean, I agree. I saw Kim Huai going potentially to the end or at least very far. And I mean, like she was doing great and they were gagging for her this week. And I think the way that the whole um, disqualification happened and how she like handled it with dignity and grace, it was, I don't think we would ever see that kind of edit on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just when, when Art was like, oh, did you do all of this? And then it was just that simple, like, 
guilty kid in the principal's office like yes yep oh yeah yeah i mean and i have to say like i it was so poetic like pangina's paint it was like she was dressed to yell at someone that day you know (laughs) (laughs) totally it was so perfect she she looked so kind of evil right yeah it was so perfect for everything that happened because god like she i feel like she decimated mocha diva with tough love oh oh completely like there was um it was, it's interesting in this clip of the week because she's like you know thank you thank you for telling us but you did it the wrong way do it differently next time we love you but that was awful right right <laughs> like you really disgraced yourself but we love you darling but like really babe you really yeah you babe really do, oh my babe. god which is like, Babe, I was like, okay, all right, Mary. Uh, it was. I mean, you know, why do you think? Why do you think Mocha brought it up then? Uh, oh, because you know, she, you know, what probably ended up happening is they. I'm I'm sure Mocha noticed that Kim Huai, you know, she didn't see her building that scooter, and she was like, huh, and then and then she wins. Okay, like Kim Hwai wins the episode, or she gets she gets like sort of top two because um oh right she wins the runway but not or she wins the challenge but not the runway what was it well so the week before she won the runway and then this week she was safe in the challenge and she was like top two on the runway oh are you talking about this week yeah I'm talking yeah. I'm talking about I'm uh, no 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 I'm talking about when she won with the scooter look. Oh, yeah, she won with that Yeah, one. she yep. won. So mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of put the thorn in Mocha's craw. And, you know, Mocha, I think she referenced this on the runway. She's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, she referenced we at some point. Like, she had been talking to the other girls. Like, the other girls didn't want to be silent anymore. So Mocha was going to... Sp- speak up and I guess she was speaking up because she was eliminated and had she done it on the show there might it might have come off even more as petty and kind of bitchy to throw somebody under the bus while you're still competing so she was like well I'm just gonna do this now since I'm off because I want it to be a fair competition and it it will look more you know genuine since it's since he's out of the competition um, right you know, obviously she doesn't have any stake yeah exactly that's kind of how I read the situation um and so yeah I don't know she kind of got chewed up by art and Pangina for you know bringing down their golden girl I mean Pangina was like oh my god I want this I want to wear this I love this dress uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then to turn around and be like, well, she's eliminated. Uh, right. It stung a little bit, I think, for the judges because they didn't want it to be true. And it was. And they couldn't just like turn their backs to it. So, damn. yeah. I mean, that was my take on it was that Mocha had nothing to lose. I, yeah. I mean, I also think that if more than just Mocha was, oh, more queens were aware of this, then really. Pangina should be directing that not only at Mocha, but the other girls of why did no one bring this up? Like, why did no right. one say anything? Um, I, and I think that, I don't know. I mean, I, I like, I guess if you're, I, I feel like if you're in, if you're still in the race and you bring it up and you bring it up 
a different way. Like, I think if Mocha didn't do it on stage, if she did it in a different way, like, I don't think it would have reflected poorly on her. Um, Like, I kind of agree with Pangina, but what that kind of all told me was, like, and what we really saw from Mocha was, like, she had her own paradigm about all of this. Like, she thought that she was leaving with the gift of fairness. And Pangina was like, what do you think you're gifting? This is not what you had to offer people. Like, this is pathetic. And and she's right. She's right. She's right. She's right. The, the, the. The real tea that I love Pangina saying was like, your real gift was what you did in this competition. Like, that's what you should give. You shouldn't be this martyr. You shouldn't be like, oh, here I am, the high road, giving the gift of fairness. I mean, I I certainly see Mocha's perspective here, but there, there's another one that I think is uh, bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of like the the more mature approach of like, yes, it's important to uphold the dignity of the competition, but it's also important to handle that as an adult. And I don't know. I mean, at the same time, we say this about RuPaul's Drag Race all the time, like they're making a TV show. Oh, yeah. So, but I mean. They love this. They loved this. They, right? Well, you know, it's funny because right? they had don't. Mocha, had Mocha gone to like one of the producers backstage and been like, hey, I think, you know, one of them would have been like. Hey, why don't you bring it up on on the runway? You know. <laughs> yeah, because we know you're going home this week anyway, bitch. Um, but it's like they. I don't think. I think one of the big differences on RuPaul's Drag Race and Drag Race Thailand is like you. It's much more like they don't. You don't. You can't tell that they like it as much as they like it on RuPaul's Drag Race when this drama happens. Oh, you know? I know. Like, yeah, right. The the disappointment uh, and the dishonor that comes with this seems to be the stronger emotion. Than like the exploitation of like a moment, oh, you know, completely, completely the dishonor of Kim Hwai. Like it was, it was sad. Whereas I think on RuPaul's Drag Race, like it probably would have been spun to be like a Willem thing, where it's like, yeah, naughty girl, you're going home. You broke the yeah. rules, you know. It, I, it just feels like it would have been, it would have played differently. And I think some of that, some of that does feel like a cultural difference. And I think one that like. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy, I think, as in terms of a nuance, compare if I was going to compare one to the other, if that was the case. Like, that's definitely a point for Drag Race Thailand. I was way more fascinated by the dishonor than the, sure. like, than the sure. like, oh, my God, guess what Willem did, you know? Right. And, you know, who knows what the reaction is from fans? I mean, it, it it's a much more nicer edit for Kim Hwai than Mocha. But, you know, if we're, t- if we're going to go a little political here, like, talk about whistleblowers, it's like... I don't know. Don't shame the whistleblower, right? Like they're they're trying to make something right, you know. So right. No, I, I know it, it's a. I I think it. I was very surprised at how hard they were on Mocha. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know that maybe they that was loved the TV, Kim Hwai. You know? They loved Kim Hwai. They loved yeah. her. Yeah. Um, have you have just a small tangent? Have you ever uh, do? You, can you think off the top of your head on a reality show besides Willem, a contestant getting disqualified? Yes, uh, one of the seasons of Project Runway. It was earlier in the season, but one of the contestants had like a design book with him, and that's not allowed. Oh but yeah, it, I remember it, that one. And then recently, there were those twins. Yes, and one of them got eliminated because she like measured, like measured a bikini bottom or something uh, in her hotel room or something. Yeah, I heard about that, and I remember. I don't remember what season it was. 
it was one it was like preseason 10 but there was one contestant who got like really pissed off and then he stormed out and they like followed him on the street and then he like did one of those like hand in the camera things and he got disqualified Uh, I I remember who he was but that's obviously different um but yeah that's the only other one I can think of Um, they uh on um America's Next Top Model on one of the boy seasons uh two of the boys kind of get into it and one of them like he's a witch okay (laughs) He, he does like, what? He's, he's a witch? Yeah, one of the contestants identifies as a witch. He's this, like, gay witch. Oh, He's brother. this, like, you know, so he he's, like, uh, he has it out for one of these, like, bro-y guys in the house, and he keeps, like, egging him on and egging him on, and you think that the bro-y guy is going to just, like, throw down, but, you know, the witch gets so heated that he, like like hits the broy guy and then the witch gets disqualified. <laughs> oh my I god. That. I love that phrase. The witch the, got disqualified. The witch gets disqualified. Ugh. It's like a writing prompt. It's like the first it's the first sentence of a short story. Right, so right, right. the witch gets disqualified. What next? Uh yeah, um I'm trying to think of others. I I mean, I guess uh, well, Project Runway would be like ripe for them because there's there's lots of rules there. But uh, in yeah. terms of uh, dramatics, I can think of like Top Chef desserts when, you know, the Red Hot oh. for My Mommy guy gets thrown off. Yeah. I mean, and that was just like, a, like, come on, sweetheart. You need to go. Come on. <laughs> right. Come oh. on. <laughs> the Red Hot for My Mommy. <laughs> Man, that, you know, at some uh, point, Mary, I think we need to recap that whole season. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Right? You know what? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And you like know maybe, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we could do it in tandem with um, Amanda and Jody's podcast and, like, tell them to do that episode. And then either we guest on it or we do, like, a, a sister podcast about it. Oh, work, bitch. Yes. We need to have them do that. We need to make the request that they do that episode. Now, if this if this is a if you're listening to this as a Matreon, you're hearing us discuss this in early April. If you're a free skate Mary, it's like sometime in July or August. So maybe this has already <laughs> happened. But um that is one hundred and ten percent happening is some kind of crossover oh. because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shit their pants when they see that episode. It's it's reality oh, oh. TV gold, and nobody oh, it, knows oh, about it. Oh god! And you know what? It would be sad if it was just that one episode, because like you kind of need the build up to it, right? Like you the, do, you, you do. know, like the first two episodes. Oh god! He's you really such a you need you have to watch the first four episodes. I mean, like to say nothing of Rajika and her poor kids. She missed oh, them yeah. so much. <laughs> Didn't she quit? Didn't she leave the competition yeah, because she I think missed she the did. kids too much? I think she did. I think that she was, was like, front I'm runner. stepping out. She was yeah, a front oh, runner. She was good. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. We're getting off on way too of a tangent <laughs> of uh, queens eliminating themselves or getting eliminated. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I will miss Kim Hwai. Uh, and, you know, just to start the episode off that way, I will also miss Mocha Diva. Mocha Diva was, you know, giving me some some revenge of the Sith realness during the confessionals. I was like really oh, here, like feeling the, it, you know, the confessionals that it was like that boxer in nails. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> I, it was like, this is so, I love all of this. You've got like the, the full sleeve tattoo, the <laughs> nails, that little hood on, like you're just, you're giving yeah. me, you're, you're, you're giving me gender's a construct, tear it apart and I'm living for it. You right. Know? Right. Like what's, what's under the gloves, you know, right. nails, right. Nails. <laughs> 
Music! Music! <laughs> uh, well, with that, Mary, why don't we tell our, uh, our listeners what they're listening to? Uh, well, P. Mary, they're, of course, listening to, an- <laughs> to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, come! <laughs> <laughs> and this, of course, is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little bitty bitty TV show. And I'm P. Johnny. And I am Kun Colin. And oh, oh, oh! And this, of course, uh, we are we where am I? We are continuing our recap of Drag Race Thailand season two. This week with the power of speech. Yes, the power of speech. This was uh, this was a pretty good episode. Uh, we got a reading challenge, and we got uh, some interviews. We got the top three from season one, uh, and then we got a really cool runway. So I I'm I'm like here for this episode. This was a great episode. Yeah, yeah, no, this was, uh, I mean, I I just watched and took notes on the next episode. So I'm like, how did this one end? So I don't, so I don't jump the boom, boom gun. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah, um, Gimhui gets. <laughs> just Gimhui. We just talked about it. Just, we just talked about it. I'm so, I'm so, this is, this is what happens when you watch ahead. It all blends I know, together. I know, Mary. But I know. like, I can't help it because like, I mean, I would, I would have. I already got spoiled before I saw the finale, and I would have been bummed if I knew any sooner, you know? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad I don't know. I mean, I know a little spoiler from uh, Twitter and from our special guest this week, uh, Vigor. So, you know, I'm kind of like, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, so we anyway, shouldn't. We shouldn't. Because oh, some of our Marys are, yeah. are listening blind. So. Yeah. But no, this was. Uh, this is a great episode. Uh, certainly, there was the goop at the end. Uh, yeah, I um, I enjoyed it. It was nice to see Uncle N- Natalia again. You know, <laughs> I really loved just to jump into this episode. Um, Pan Pan coming in as Art and Art coming in as Pan Pan. Art heals and Pangina Aria. Yeah, <laughs> totally. When uh, I loved it. When Pan Pan says to Art, Pan Pan, are you going to help me make a living or what? <laughs> Yeah, I took that note too. It was great, um, and I love like um, art. Just looked like this little like paper boy. Like he just he just looked like Leave It to Beaver. You know? Oh, he looked like, and I mean, I guess this is slightly racial, but uh, you know, um, uh, the little boy in Indiana Jones. Yes, he did. He oh god, what was that? short round? <laughs> short short change. Short round. Show change. Short, short change. round. I don't. I don't remember why his name was Short Round, and now I'm I'm concerned. But I'm I'll just I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying either, Mary. Um, but yeah, uh, at least you didn't call him Data from the Goonies, you know. That's true. So. That's true. And I didn't call him uh, 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 the character from Sixteen Candles. What was his name? I I don't remember. I don't know oh. that movie. I don't know her. Oh yeah, that movie is. You know, that's a whole other tangent, but that movie is so wrong. Oh, it is? Okay. (laughs) Oh, in so many ways. Like Rat Race wrong? Like, kind of. Like, there's the Asian um, exchange student 
and I want to say that his name is Long Duck Dong, and I don't remember if that's from Sixteen Candles. Oh, okay. So, right. but it's like I think that is. So he's like a profound racial stereotype, and then there's kind of like the girl who gets kind of like drugged. And I, anyway, anyway, we're off topic. Okay. Um, that's a. <laughs> I don't want to go into all the problematic things about 16 Candles because someone out there is, you know, flicking their bean at Jake Ryan and I'm just ruining the moment. All and right. I don't want to do that. <laughs> all right, Mary. Um, let's talk about this reading challenge. You know, fresh off this kind of uh, idea of how much I love Drag Race Thailand, I have to say this reading challenge was a little weak. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for a diabetes joke, so like I enjoyed uh tour my reading Kim Hwai, but um <laughs> it and I thought, you know, Jeannie, we see this in the preview, but Jeannie's saying, "Bandit, if you had a t- if you could if your talent was gluing things onto fabric, you'd you have, have one, one talent." talent. Yeah, Jeannie, gets great Jeannie, delivery. Yeah, Jeannie did well with uh pan pangina heels. Uh you know, couture and homemade ain't the same thing, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was, you know, that's ballsy. Um yeah, I thought it was an okay reading challenge. I don't remember the one from debut season being, like, mind-blowing either, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, the one from debut season, they were, I don't know, I remember them, like, Natalia Pleacom, like, bring them to town, you know? Oh, well, she's, you know, I mean, she's a big old umbrella. <laughs> Shade mama, you know? Yeah, she's a she's a, a willow tree. <laughs> she is, yeah. She's just like she's a big old banana leaf in the summer, you know. <laughs> totally, like, snooze. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Srimala mistakens Gimhui for Natalia, but she's not a winner. I think that like happened a lot. And Angeli is like Beyonce. I thought Vanda's uh, read. If we're gonna just highlight some of the good ones. Uh, Vanda said, uh, Angela, you know, you think you're Beyonce, you're beyond hope, which I thought was clever. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've taken more notes in the reading challenge than I did. I think I just noted the diabetes joke and Jeannie reading Pangina. And then I was like, okay, well, uh, well, well, Tormai, Tormai won, uh, wins the challenge and they spent the most time with Tormai. Uh, I guess she had the, the one about giving Mocha the book of manners um, and, yeah, and then Angela, you always wear great clothes, great makeup, but you always forget to shave your face, which was you know, delivered I, well. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Tormai is always there's always a little bit of a surprise. You, you know, she's very unassuming, and then she'll come out with something that you don't expect. And I think that's part of her charm. Yeah. So I think in yeah. the reading challenge, that works really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could have seen Jeannie or Tormai taking the reading challenge. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, so Tormai wins, and uh, in terms of picking teams for this talk show challenge, oh my she picked, god! So she is pulling the Shangela patch. Oh. She is Shangela <laughs> in season in season three in the music challenge when they all have different musical uh, styles of um, uh, of superstar, where like each of them has like they're showing their own version of it. And Shangela, this is when she is, you know. Using her strategies, and uh, Tormai has pulled some inspiration, and she has done some interesting pairings this week. Yeah, you know, I, I strategy. Uh, you would, I don't know. I feel like in season one there was a lot of niceness going on, um, yeah. And now we're now we're kind of seeing some reality show from Drag Race Thailand, where they're, you know, the queens are like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one to own this. I'm gonna be the bitch. Uh, yeah, which, you know, it's more interesting, I guess. At the same time. I didn't love the maxi challenge all the time because 
it was so disjunct, right? Like interpreters were needed and there wasn't, I mean, there were three failures, Tormai being one of them. Um, and it, you know, so it was it, in that sense for like producing a good challenge, it didn't work, but we got some, you know, we got a clear winner. So, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think that there is, um, there are certain strategies or groups that you can pull that make the challenge more interesting but like i think in this case it made it more difficult and like i think it's kind of like the the improv challenge when they had those guests from the face or whatever and when the one guy like just wasn't like was it just ignoring bandit entirely or just saying no to gimwai every time it was like i get it but like i i think i think now we're kind of missing out on the entertainment value you know yeah in terms of like the 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 show that art and Pangina want for Drag Race Thailand. Like, I think they want to see them do their absolute best. Right, right. And I think, like, when the, when the, when the impasse has nothing to do with their talent and just has to do with, I mean, we talked about this, uh, you know, with season 11 with, like, you know, abilities and disabilities. Like, where, like, where do you draw the line of, like, okay, this is something that precludes you from doing this challenge, you know? You know what I mean? Like, where, yeah. does have, where does it have nothing to do with your talent and everything to just do with, like, your physical ability? Right. Yeah. No, I'm – oh, I'm totally there. Yep, totally with you. Um, I, I I was excited to hear this talk show because they were going to discuss equality. Like, that's – that was the theme, like, discuss equality. So I was like, oh, we're going to – we're going to get some, you know, kind of heavy answers, some good answers yeah. from the top three. And it just didn't ever <laughs> happen. I mean, we know that they have like 20 minutes each to film this and we see like three minutes of it. But yeah, it's interesting that they point out that that's the topic and we ne- we never see them touch on it. Maybe. Oh, the there, yeah. There was like a couple, a couple, uh, uh, you know, that, that did it. The Yin Yang think, show did it. And yeah, Mocha think- and. M&A and Mocha Angela did, did. Yeah, yeah. M&A. Yeah. M&A show. Um, let's go through these shows real quick and talk about some highlights. Um, Kim oh, and- can I just mention just one thing yeah. before we do that? I just and it's, I don't remember if this happens earlier in the season, but this may be the last episode in which Art Aria says, gentlemen, start your engines. Oh. I Going forward, she just says, start your engines. And I know that Pan, at some point later in the season, she starts saying, and may the best human win. And wow. I kind of feel like... Because a lot of these are obviously like direct quotes from Drag Race, so they're I, right. in some ways it feels like they're being said like quotes and not like that's her actual intention. You know what I mean? Like I she's get just it. quoting Drag Race, and it since they kind of do this like week by week, it almost feels like at some point someone was like, you know, I don't think we should be saying that. I mean, and I'm sure it was Pangina. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just it's totally. it's interesting, you know, to totally. see that. So anyway, I wanted to call that out. Um, but yes, the highlights from, uh, we'll start with the Ying Yang show. Sure. Ying Yang show. Uh, we have Kim Hwai and Vanda. And I guess like the big problem here is that they ended it too early. And so then they made the Queens do a runway walk and it just turned out in chaos. Um, I thought yeah. the I thought the questions are also a little weird. Um, cause Natalia, she, she talks about how. Dressing in drag is human right. Um, and then I think Gim Hwai was like, yeah, but gays don't like drag queens. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was just an interesting <laughs> it was an interesting yeah. uh, edit. Like, I feel like there might have been a discussion there that never came to fruition because then the next one was like, you know, Annie May, I think Vanda asked it to our English listeners. What advice, Annie, do you have 
and she was just like, believe in yourself and everything will happen. And it, it, it just fell flat. Yeah, it just it was not. Yeah, I, it was falling flat. I think it was interesting how what we saw of the interviews, there were there were moments here and there that I think in each of the groups that were kind of charming. I will say, like, dearest doll, you know. Um, oh, sure. And certainly some Natalia moments, but um, yeah, I don't know. There was it, it, it. I didn't feel like an, any of these groups. They all were either like safe or poor. None of them were like, "Oh, that was great," you know. Agreed. Yeah, even even Angela and Bandit or Mocha. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The next one, I this is my favorite title. Let's talk with Tormai. <laughs> Let's talk with Tormai. Let's talk, Let's with, talk Tormai. with Tormai and Bandit. Yeah. In Bandica, yeah, we need to talk about Tormai. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? What is it? Um, uh, uh, whatever happened to Tormai? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's afraid of Tormai? Yeah. <laughs> speaking um, of, speaking of which, Dear Estal, and this is of course you know obscure actress reference, but she is um, in this. She's being so like character actress Sandy Dennis, kind of just like nervously fluttering around and. I like. I feel like I could just watch Dearest kind of like doing this, like this bit, whatever bit she's doing in each of these segments. When we see her, I could just watch her do this all day. I I don't know the reference. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm not uh, that keen um, as you. But uh, I certainly see what you're saying. This just kind of like frenetic, kind of like twitchy energy. Lots of sound because of all of the jewels that are on her. Yeah, I would say so. So for Marys who are listening, or Mary P. Mary yourself, um, the the best example of this reference is the Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is the movie Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, oh, and okay. starring Best Supporting Actress winner Sandy Dennis for oh, that she performance. Won. Okay, all right. It's all right. it's one of my favorite next to Beatrice Strait. It's one of my favorite Best Supporting Actress winners. Um, okay, but right. yeah, I it's Dearest is doing a lot of her like fidgety. Um, behavior but anyway that's very obscure uh it was also i don't know if we're going to give a best supporting actress moment i would give it to natalia pliacom during this segment when she asks tormai and banda what kind of a show is this oh yeah and then she's like and i look this way and i'm like oh and i look the other way and i'm like oh she's like (laughs) she just stole the show at that point it was great (laughs) totally uh, yeah, they were asking about like love life. It, yeah, it was it went way off, uh, and of course they ran out of time. That was like their big mistake. Yeah, Tormai had to pull a Charlie Hyde's in the Q and A challenge. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Or no, wake up, wake up, bitches. Was that the name of the group? I think um, so. <laughs> wake up, bitches. <laughs> wake up, six. Wake up, six. <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Jeannie and Srimala. They did Chit Chat Tonight. Chit Chat Tonight. Yeah, um, I, um... This, I I did like this uh, conversation that started where Jeannie's like, you know, what is drag to you? Uh, I think it was Natalia, who, of course, who is like, uh, you know, we're not jokes. We're artists, which I thought yeah. was, was uh, really poignant. And, of course, whenever they cut to Srimala, who, you know, couldn't get a word in edgewise uh she just looked like somebody's little sister she was like the little miss vanji yeah it was like bring your daughter to work day yeah <laughs> um and i felt like like 
Genie's look, like Genie was giving me like local access, like Topeka tonight. You know what I mean? Like it was just like what? very. I don't. I don't know that one. It like like she was just hosting like you know midwestern local access evening news you know what i mean <laughs> okay all right yeah she also kind of looked like you know i know that psychic sylvia brown remember her she's no, total mary. scam oh mary you are filled with them tonight <laughs> yeah i mean listen if you look up sylvia brown right now all and right. you and you you go to images you will know what i'm talking about i just think you need to do that right now sylvia, <laughs> sylvia plath no sylvia brown. brown with an e at the end Sylvia Brown with an E at the end. Oh, she's got books. Oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at a picture, and it right? looks just like Jeannie. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. If we don't make these references, we lose these references. <laughs> oh, my God. Psychic Sylvia Brown's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Teary mourners, a lavender casket. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's not choking, bitch. Yeah. Oh God! Oh man! I'm sorry. I'm I'm not laughing at the fact that she had a funeral or that she died, but just the headline and then this amazing like spitting image of Genie. Yeah, that's Genie. So. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So so moving right along. Yeah. Uh, to the M and A show. Um, they, this was this was weird, right, Mary? Like. They, they ask, like, what do you think about same-sex marriage in Thailand? Do you agree with it or disagree with it? And, of course, like, you know, they're like, well, we agree with it. Uh, so, I, yeah. you know, is it just because we're, you know, from the U.S. and, you know, we've been living with same-sex marriage for a while? Like, is it something that, like, gay people in other countries would disagree with? I mean, that's a good question. I think that... I think what's strange is that somebody would ask that question like in this context. Like I feel like that would be a question that might make sense potentially in Thailand, but I feel like on RuPaul's Drag Race in a room full of queers in drag, right. it. Right. I think there's a different way to address gay marriage than I think like they were. I was actually kind of surprised that Art and Pangina were so into the M&A show. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, just, I, mean, I mean, they were the ones that didn't have like a glaring mistake, you know, because Jeannie kind of stream a lot closed the show. And then Jeannie asked about the Instagram accounts like this one didn't really have a mistake. They played a game at the end. There was like energy between Mocha and Angela. So I I, I agree. Uh, all of them. I feel like art should have turned around and been like, that was terrible. None of you win, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I wonder if the fact that this challenge didn't count towards their final, like the points didn't count towards the runway or didn't get like, like this wouldn't affect their elimination or their score that week. I right. feel like that to me says, eh, I don't really think, I think this was a bust, you know? Yeah. I, again, if we're moving along, we find out that the maxi challenge won't count towards their elimination. And I, I, I don't really understand this. So then it's like, why compete hard during the maxi challenge? So I, I don't understand the whole maxi challenges won't count anymore. Yeah, normally, normally they do. And I think we talked about this, that uh, in the reunion, they have a segment where they explain the score and they explain how they do it. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we'll get there when we get there, since obviously they didn't want to tell us till that point. But I, I assume, I assume that maybe people, other people had questions as well of like, 
how do you guys make the decision? Um, which, you know, you and I talked about like Pangina and art and like the role Pangina plays versus like art. And like, it kind of highlights that at the end of the day, like we all help inform the final decision and all of our scores are kind of like taken into account, but it, it, it is art's decision at the end of the day when it comes to that lip sync. Um, right, right. Totally. Yeah. It's her show. It's her, it's show. her show, you know, uh, or, or. Tai, whatever his name is, the producer, the katana oh, yeah. producer, yeah. Kan- katana. kantana, katana. Kan- I always want to say, <laughs> katana I say is Mortal Kombat. I know, I just want Mortal Kombat. So this is Kantana. Yeah. Yeah. What was her sister's name? Uh, was it Mira? Nina, uh, Mina, Nina, and Katana. <laughs> Nina and Katana. I'm looking that up. Nope. Me too. Uh, I found Nina. There's a Nina Katana. Um, she, she does makeup. Melina. 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 Melina and Katana. Yeah. You know, and I always. Oh, there it is. Melina with two E's and Katana. I, you I, know, I'm looking at. Trying to figure out which. which I think. Did Katana's you want to be. the one with the fans. Katana's the one with the fans. That is the gay one. That is mine. Yeah. That's I'm the one. Chun, I, I am Chun Li. I am Katana. I am Peach. Like that. It's just like that's always who I played. And and if I have to play Street Fighter and I can't be Chun Li, I guess I'll be Cammy. You know, or yeah. oh, if it's if it's like the the expanded version, right? Because Cammy wasn't there for Street Fighter One or Street Fighter Two. I thought she was in Street Fighter Two, but um... no, no, that was later. Yeah. Well, let's be real. I'd probably just be E Honda and then like sacrifice myself so I could see up his skirt. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you want to see you want to see up the dress. I yeah. want to see those yeah. red balls, or I would just like be Zangief and then pause and you know. <laughs> Oop, boy! Oh, uh... uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sonic boom! Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I always pronounce it Ryu, but it's Ryu, isn't it? He Ken and Ryu. Oh God! Oh, right. That's why so, I'm gay. Uh, so, so my my friend told me who is you know in the know of Japanese names that it's just Rue. Oh, Rue. Here yeah, I am Rue. thinking I'm like, oh, I'm sensitive to pronunciation. It's Ryu. Um, yeah, well, you know Rue. what? I'm just gonna stick with my misnomer because it's it it's stuck with me all these years. Rue. Yeah, I, me too. Ryu. I say I, I say I say Ryu. Yeah, that's how I say it. I mean, when I say Ryu, that's what stirs up all the feelings. You know, Rue. I just hear like. <laughs> RuPaul, you know. Ru, RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> he was uh he was very karate kid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know? he was. He was. Yeah. Um little guy, little guy. Oh, but Ken was something. Anyway, um Anyway. Anyway, that's my Alan. Um so uh it's my Alan. Uh the runway Miss Star of the Galaxy pageant. Uh they had to do an evening gown look. The most beautiful. I thought it was interesting that art made the distinction beautiful in general, not personal. Yeah, you know, I was thinking between this whole segment of all the, the quotes about being beautiful and then obviously don't be pretty, don't be pretty. I would love to hear like one of those drag race like remix songs using all of these quotes. You know what I mean? Of like the contrast of be beautiful and don't be pretty. Mm. Like I just like that, you know, it, there's so many moments like that. I feel like I'm. Drag Race Thailand, where they like flip the script. It's like, no, no, this time be pr- pretty, but this time don't be pretty. Like yeah. this time stand out, but this time don't stand out. You know, like it's they keep them, they keep them hopping. You know, from foot yeah. to foot. Yeah, you, know? they, you never know what they want, which I yeah. think is a good thing. Uh, you know, it's it's about what you kind of portray and exude, I guess. Like 
the the master that you exude, uh, depending on the challenge, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. This was this was a great runway. Um, I really loved a, like a lot of these looks. Uh, but before we talk about that, I don't know. Did you want to? talk about uh the workroom i kind of referenced this on like the main episode uh last week how uh i think it was um bandit was asked have you ever said something bad and felt bad about it and then bandit goes into this whole thing of like well when i was younger i was like fuck it this is who i am and then as i got older i realized that if i wanted to be a part of a community then i had to reduce my own ego which you know is certain wisdom, right? It, it, mm-hmm. It's it's it only comes not necessarily with age, but certainly with just experience. I think that that bandit. I mean, that's like the benefit of again the matrons. You know, we're doing this in April. The the benefit of doing this alongside season eleven is comparing this to Evie Oddly. I mean, it, it's two sides of the same coin. I mean, here's Evie Oddly who is in this like you know, fuck the world. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, I'm the main character here and yeah. like, and, and I'm not necessarily reading that. I think that some of that is necessary in certain situations to kind of plow forward. It's important to kind of have tunnel vision sometimes about things. Oh, sure. Like an Aquaria. Right. Like, you yeah. just kind of have to like, just be in the competition, be in the reality show and just do it. Yeah, but I think that like what Bandit's talking about is like the lesson that you learn over time is like when when to determine that the right time to be like that and when you need to open up the tunnel, you know, so that you're not just traveling alone. You know, I think Right. Right. I think that whole idea of like if I want to be a part of a community then it's time to that I reduce my own ego. I mean, that's some that's some brilliance all not to compare, but we I don't think we've heard like that kind of like I don't, it's just like really brilliant. I don't think we've heard that at RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race. It's, like that's it's, genius. I, no, it's it's great advice. It really mm-hmm. is great advice. Uh, like something that RuPaul, I think, might kind of skirt around and like say in other words, right? But right, this is put, it's put so well by Kudla Korn, of course, um, who is the translator here. Uh, so yeah, I, I it it's something that you kind of have to just remind yourself of every day, right? Like yeah. it's, it's not always about you. You're not the main character here. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I appreciate like, obviously RuPaul's Drag Race has moments. Like I think from season 11, I think it was, was it Silky who said on the first episode? No, I think it was Evie. It was Evie. This is perfect. Perfect comparison. Evie oddly says like, you know, if God put you here on this earth, he put you here to be honest from the start, you know, and right, talking right. about Silky. And I think, there's moment like those are the things I think when we hear like oh just believe in yourself and everything will work out it's like that doesn't really stick because yeah. it's just such a trope but I think these other sentiments which are very true it's refreshing to hear them um in this in this scenario and it's sort of surprising that it sticks you know agreed yeah Th- this one this one I'll remember for sure reducing mm-hmm. your own ego and it it related so well to the the episode this week uh just just that idea of you know uh, being one way versus kind of looking back and seeing how it is i mean i we've already seen the teaser for this upcoming week and i don't know just seeing how raj is already acting in the workroom with uh the mirror i don't know if you've seen it yet but it's no, like no i haven't watched it yet raja is like vicious and the other girls are like whoa <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch that tonight. I yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I I think the other thing that I like about doing Drag Race Thailand while we're doing season eleven is that 
despite season 11 kind of being a bit of, you know, or at least they've determined, you know, RuPaul's best friend race, I feel like in comparison, it's not that Drag Race Thailand is RuPaul's best friend race. It's just, there's just something so much more endearing about it all and about, and, and authentic about the connections that, yeah. um, that just totally outshines like whatever best friend race we're seeing on season 11, you know? I feel like um, Pangina and Art are the stakes are higher and they're much more invested than RuPaul, who has an empire and is playing a character at this point, rather than like somebody on the show that is pushing and pushing and pushing. Do you know what I mean? Not that she's not pushing as an executive producer, because I know she is, but on the show, she's playing the host. Whereas Art and Pangina, yeah, sure, they're playing the host, like definitely Pangina, but they're you can also see them as drag artists being like, this needs to work. This needs to be spectacular. Like everybody's watching us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that that, I think that that pressure in a way, that pressure cooker, I think is creating a better product. Agreed. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, So you want to jump to this runway? Let's do it. Mary poppers. Yeah. Oh, Mary poppers. (laughs) You know, for some reason, even though I know she's wearing like the Thailand's, you know, flag colors, I it, there was something like Pat Nixon about this. There was just something like 1960s <laughs> America, Americana about this. Yeah, waspy like Daughters of the Revolution or whatever it was. The you know, uh, I just saw the like Confederation you know, or whatever. I saw like a picnic at the Fourth of July. You know, yes, yes, like a picnic on the Fourth of July, like in Chattanooga in like 1965. You know, right, 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 and gorgeous, right, gorgeous, and gorgeous. He- heels on the grass. You know, yeah, oh yeah, and she she she's not stumbling at all. Yeah, no, she's, no, no. She's yeah, rolled yeah. her ankle about 37 <laughs> times, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Pangina paying some homage to Japanese geisha, Japanese culture. Um, we have uh, Maria, Miss Universe Thailand. I mean, that's a big get. Right? Yeah, that's a really big get. Yeah, she was great. Um, oh, John win. Oh, you. my God. Daddy, daddy. You win. Daddy. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, you like, win. For you sure. win. He was just like, you know, look, he's one of those people that you look at him and be like, I don't think you've ever pooped in your entire oh, life. Oh my God, you you go there, Mary. Ugh, he ugh, looks like ugh, a Ken doll. Ugh. I don't even know if there's a hole back there, which is he disappointing. Is, oh, there, be- there better be a hole. There Mary. better be. Oh, there better oh. <laughs> Oh, there better be. Oh, work, bitch. Oh, there better be. Yeah, oh, work, beach. He is. He is absolutely gorgeous. He's probably the sexiest judge they've had on. He, uh, yes, and I feel like he, he was on debut season as well, wasn't he? Uh, that makes sense. Yes, I feel like. Yeah. I, he he doesn't look unfamiliar, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, perhaps it was just my dreams. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then we have uh Muasaba, Muasaba. Uh yeah. Show me your udders. I thought he was cute too. He was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when they have these cute little guests uh that I don't that I can't be annoyed by like Cheyenne Jackson, who if I didn't know who Cheyenne Jackson was, I'd be like, Cheyenne Jackson can get it, you know? But right. you know, I I still think Cheyenne Jackson can get it. And now that he's more of like a dad, I'm kind of like, you know, he's like weathered. I'm like, okay, yeah. like 
I like you. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you need to leave him out in the rain for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah agreed, agreed. Beat it up a little bit, you know, get mm-hmm. it a little dusty. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. get. He's like a baseball mate. You gotta break it in, you know. Right, 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 right. Uh, anyway. I just thought about a league of their own. Anyway, um, <clears throat> dirt in the skirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> Looking at you, John Winyu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moo. Sorry, moo. So, um, so uh, Jeannie comes out with her gold dust look, uh, which I thought was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was not ugly. You know, I, th- I feel like this is the first time we didn't see, like, kind of this monster genie, you know? Yeah, I called this the Golda Meteor um, instead of Gold in My Ear. <laughs> so, um, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. it's very funny. It's very funny. Um, thank it's you, Sherry's mom. I'll just do very it myself. Um, <laughs> I'll just give it to myself. Um, I I thought this was beautiful. I thought it was very regal. I, I did agree that maybe it wasn't like galactic enough, but I liked yeah. the concept, you know? Yeah. No, it was very um, – it seemed – it, it seemed very conceptual rather than kind of like right on the money with the challenge. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of what I got. Uh, Bandits was probably my favorite. Uh, oh, Black yeah. Hole. Black Hole uh, Bandit. <laughs> Black Hole Bandit. Um, yeah, when the lights came on on the cape, I she was just like this like little tramp coming down the runway. I th- I, and it was also, it fit the challenge really well. Like, oh, she's coming from another fucking galaxy. Yeah, you know, she was great. I mean, she's the kind of queen where I kind of just assumed she was going to kill this, you know? Oh, okay, right. Yeah, agreed. Um, So, Srimala, did you get Bianca Del Rio from this? I mean, she she always has a little bit of that, like, she look, it, look, it looks like if you put Bianca in the dryer, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which cycle, Mary? Which cycle? Yeah, Yo, oh, um, fluff, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was that a fart joke <laughs> never no it's not my brand oh 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 you talking about like looking at john and thinking <laughs> looking at john when you he yeah Jim, john when you never pooped yeah oh, God. maybe it's once my- as a baby brown brown humor um yeah, yeah no stream a lot you know i like this look she slipped on the runway which i think oh. like brought her down you know well she slipped and then she did that little jaunty little dance in a circle (laughs) and that's like it doesn't matter if you fall down like it just matters how you get up you know oh totally she has such personality um you know i guess if you're looking at all of the queens i would i she would have been one of my bottom uh, looks yeah i mean i loved that i mean talk about a best supporting actress but pangina the, it's a face journey that she has when she just stares like right in the camera and she says, there was nothing that made me feel any excitement <laughs> whatsoever. Like the rage that undulates across her face as she says that it is, um, it, it is, it is genius. I mean, she is, uh, anyway. She's, she's um, bringing it. She's bringing the drama to the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just, it's like she's playing like, Tilda Swinton as an evil queen, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the kind of, you know what I mean? She does that level of, like, holy shit kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, bold. Um, yeah. Tormai comes out uh, in this, like, campy bus company look. Yeah. Um, th- th- I would have put her in the bottom. Same. I mean, I love the concept. I, I love the, the 
to go in that direction of being this bus queen. Like, I think that's really funny. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with with space. I just right. think it's not a space bus. Why was this? Why was she not in the bottom? Mocha Diva. I thought Mocha Diva, she had this constructed stole. She had the fringe, like the long fringe sleeves, this like lacy middle bodice. She also, it was just she had like flat hair and that was it. Otherwise, like I got Milky Way. Like I, I was there for it. It was a little MOB. I mean, I'll say that. You think it, so? Really? Yeah, I thought it was a little dowdy. I think there's something about it. Oh, that just, shut up, Michael Kors. Just, it's a little dowdy. Yeah, I, why did you choose this fabric? You know, like, I why just... Why did you choose this fabric? Yeah. Mocha Diva, why did you choose this fabric? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your Nina. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Nina. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, Nina. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Mocha Diva, why did you choose Mocha Diva. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I still would have put Tormai uh, in the bottom before Mocha Diva. To me, Mocha had, there was more of a concept there. Whereas Tormai was like, I'm going to do this bus company look. Like, I don't know. I didn't get Galaxy from it. I mean, I didn't really get it from either of them, but my sense is that like when Art asked Pangina what she thought and Pangina gave that epic eye roll, <laughs> that to me felt like they were ready to send Mocha home no matter what she came out in. She's like, over it, you know? Yeah, they're like, let's get Mocha out before she rats on Gimhui. Yeah, right. Yeah, before she rats on her. <laughs> that fucking whistleblower. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> on my show. <laughs> I make the rules and I decide who breaks the rules. Um, What is it, Eve Harrington, trying to steal my show, are you? Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to steal my top three, are you? (laughs) You're going off script, darling. (laughs) I mean, I could totally totally hear Art saying that because she, I love, I love anything. You're going off script, darling. Darling, I love you, darling. Oh. Um, Angela, I mean, when they said Jessica Rabbit, I was like, okay, that's it. It was just like very, very sexy. The lights went from her dress to her hair, which I think was like a nuance that I appreciated. Um, I wasn't getting total galaxy, but the show itself I thought was, was perfect. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I didn't love the look. I I thought it was so interesting when her boob was falling out because it's so like, that's never happened on RuPaul's Drag Race before. Mm. It's like, thing I love, and I don't mean that as a negative thing. I, To me, that's like, it just feels so like, well, of course there'd be trans queens on, on Drag Race. And then that just feels like something that maybe would happen more than, you know, it's like something that's never going to happen when they, if they don't have a trans queen on the show. And so the specificity of it made me laugh because it was like, oh my God, like this is a first for Drag Race, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, Mary, I wish you had seen the teaser for this week's Drag Race because I oh, did man. see. The oh, you saw the boobs of the, the boobs, boobs, right? But they're I called mean, like, boobs, Ed. They're called boobs, Ed. I mean, this was called a real boob, Ed. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I think this with like you know crossed with like Nipplegate and all of like the weird you know blurred nipples and the ones that aren't and yeah. like the the subject of boobs on Drag Race. Is a whole nuance episode, you know? Yeah, with with yeah, totally with Michelle and her boobs. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Boobs. You, it, 
It's a whole topic. <laughs> breasts, breasts, breasts. I just love the word boobs. They're called I boobs. Said boobs. 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 Um, yeah, it, it 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 would be a very interesting kind of nuance to do, like maybe over the summer for our matrons to just kind of discuss like how breasts are treated on on a show that is all men and Michelle Visage and then some trans queens. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe you know, I mean. I was thinking, I mean, there's so many, so many queens we could talk to. We could talk to Vigor Mortis again about boobs. You know what I mean? Like, I just oh, think, totally. like, it's such a, like, I think it's just, like, such a big topic when it comes to drag. Like, no pun intended. Um, mm. That, I don't know. It, I've, I've never been a boob man, but I want to talk about boobs. Yeah, breasts. Breasts. <laughs> um, so, Gim, Gim Hwai. Very tender. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead oh, again did, recently. Oh, God. That's such a great movie. I was quoting it all day at work today. It just came up so many times at work today. And my coworker was like, when was the last time you saw that? I'm like, I don't know, a month ago? He's like, I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. I'm like, you're not a good gay person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need to, like, you need to till the soil, baby, you know? Oh, God. That show is so good. Oh, oh I uh, love it. I love it. Love it. <laughs> I had oceanography. Um, oh, our poor Marys. Our poor Marys. Um, oh, so Gim Hwai, she's covered in ice. It's this gorgeous fabric. Um, I guess she had, like, ice coming off of her. And the only thing I wrote down was Pangina screaming, You fucking bitch! I love you! Yeah! But, like, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, but I, it felt like a disproportionate I reaction. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was not I there. Wasn't. I was... Totally. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't seeing it and I was honest, far from that galaxy you know what I mean Mary <laughs> I, I wasn't even that like like the fact that they're like oh my god I want that dress I was like I mean it's a really? nice dress yeah like it right? was almost like it's, it's almost like they knew Gim Hwai was gonna go home right like right they, they, it was so it it seems so set up and but and you know obviously like I, I, I wouldn't clock it and I didn't clock it but like like in retrospect, I'm like this dress. Okay, all right, it was yeah. great, but it wasn't you fucking bitch. I love you, you know. No, this this was not like whatever uh, Pangina stood up for and said, um, "Oh, work, bitch," and like pointed oh, work, bitch. Whatever that was from from I just love saying debut season. Um, whatever that was, that felt right. This didn't feel that. Yeah. No, agreed. Um. um Vandemus Joe. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say it like yeah. Art does? Vandemus Jokum. Yes. <laughs> Ms. Vandemus Jokum. Uh, this, this to me was the winner of the, oh. of the runway. Well, the mere fact that she said that she was here to feed the cats, I was like, crown <laughs> this queen. Is she on Rover? Can I book her? Does she have a, a, a minimum? Crown this queen. <laughs> yeah. A cat queen here to feed the cats. Oh, Miss Vanda, Miss Jokim. Miss I'm not Jokim, bitch. I'm not Jokim, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a dress. The makeup killed me, too, with the slish slash things on her face to her hair. and. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that was like, because those were just like hair clips, but like. They were, yeah. Kind of, but like, you, if you didn't know that, it was like so, it looked like so much more. Like, it was such a great example of like making you know something very mundane into into art with you know through drag like i think she was such a great example of like good drag and it not necessarily being expensive drag at least that part you know 
I get I'm, it. I'm yeah. sure the dress was not cheap, you know? Yeah, and I, I got that she was from another galaxy, Golden Star. Like, the, the, it, it all worked for me. And, and to me, it just, yeah, she she killed it. Yeah. Uh, she killed it. Um, the interview portion, I wasn't seeing this coming. I know they discussed it in the workroom, but I didn't see this coming. And I thought that it was it was a good little challenge. You know, you know, I, I like what Art said when she's like, I want to know, uh, you know, I want to know who who can who can talk besides yeah. just look good. You know, I think it's a big deal. And I think, you know, I mean, Jeannie was just like. All right, Mary, realness like that. Oh my God, completely. Like I, I want to just have that conversation with her. Like she, I just thought that was so spot on. And you know, again, it's so it's so lovely to hear um, these surprising social media corner. You know, I mean, social justice corners are like you know uplifting moments. Like this was so well said and like so true. I just yeah. I I was more. I got so much more out of this segment than I thought I would. You know, oh, completely. This this was eye opening, right? To see how they like spoke under pressure. And Jeannie, it was just like she's like, oh yeah, it just like flowed right out of her. Like you know, the ability to speak without a face, to have a voice without a body, no responsibility of presence. Like that is a huge problem in the drag race fandom too, right? Um, oh my god! And even even the reviews that we get, like it's just so easy to mm-hmm. just say something without without having to hear a response. Right. And and you can disconnect hu- the humanity of other people and the humanity of yourself. And I think yeah. that's, I mean, and that's, we are only moving further in that direction, you know? So it's, like, it's, it's so scary. relevant, you know? Yeah. It's scary. Um, and what she said was, gr- you know, great. We need to yeah. take more responsibility for our thoughts as well as our actions. Right. Because yeah. thought, thoughts are just the start and then it becomes an utterance and then it, and then it's real. Right. By the time it's in action, it's not that it's too late, but it's kind of like it's many steps down the line. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, Stream Allah. This was was really weird. It was it was so weird. And yet I felt like, well, I know Stream Allah. I I think she's a pageant queen. So, like, I'm sure she's been very straightforward in pageants before. But like the, the. the kooky, quirky stream a lot that we've seen, like this just felt in character that mm. I know they didn't like it, but I, I loved it. I loved it because I didn't expect it. And because it was entertaining and still yeah. kind of, still kind of a relevant answer, you know, I think so. You know, it was, it was a peppy song, you know, why not? Um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad that it wasn't like, I don't know. Uh, uh, um, you raise me up so right. I can fly on mountains. Uh, raise me up. Sorry, I'm done. Feel like I'm trapped um, in an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some say love. Oh no, I love that. Now, anytime the rose comes on, I'm like, okay, we all need to just put the pull the emergency stop in this elevator. And we need to listen. <laughs> I think our Marys, uh, I know this is another tangent, but, uh, you know, we love our Marys. Like, yeah. I adore, adore our Marys, uh, whether you're a matron or you're just a Mary. So it's important that you need to know this. Uh, it's important that you know this. So uh, whenever I walk into a CVS, I immediately think of Colin and his experience walking into that CVS based oh. on what, what music is playing. Oh, yeah. Because it's always something that I know 
he would feel so ha- uncomfortable I, listening to. But I have an opinion on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what's the one that I just heard, I think the other day? It was, um, everybody's working for the oh. weekend. <laughs> Wang Chung. Wang Chung, working for the weekend. Uh, and then, uh. Uh, oh, the other one, oh, I think I texted you about this like t- two or three years ago, but it was um, um, after the boys of summer have gone. Oh, God, I hate that song. <laughs> like, like, and all of it is like, you know what I, you know what? You know what I hate more is how all how each of those songs start because it's just it's kind of like the oh god moment and like they come on so strong like the beginning of working for the weekend comes on it just like slides up to you at the bar and it breathes into your face and it's like hey baby I'm Wang Chung you know and I just I can't you know it's 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 a really great thing to do when you walk into a CBS Mary's. So give it a shot. Give what a would shot. Colin say? What would Colin say? What at would this Colin very say? Moment? Yeah, if you walked in and you heard, you know, I mean, I hope you dance, Leanne Womack. I is I always I don't think she actually sings that, but that's who I attribute it to. Um, <laughs> that's one of those songs where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Walgreens. Fuck this, you know. <laughs> So I hope you dance my uh, it, it is Leanne Womack. And it was uh, the graduation song for the eighth graders when I was student <laughs> teaching. No. Oh, that's that, so cringy. That 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 uh, that uh, Mrs. Missick would sing to them at their graduation. Oh, God. And uh, I can I can feel her welling up for the chorus. You know what I mean? Like. It kind of like gets you're like oh here it comes yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, Bandit gets the uh, uh, this was off right. He gets the sexual harassment reduction question, and he's yeah. like, "Looking ba- at porn isn't wrong. Just don't do it in the wrong place." I'm like, Bandit. <laughs> I know. Like I kind of got like I felt like she was trying to say like she felt you know start young. Like I believe the children are the future, but like. I don't know. I, it was it was weird. I I liked. I don't think it was a response to the sexual harassment situation, but <laughs> I I do think that this whole kind of idea of like looking at porn with consciousness is very relevant and very interesting. Um, okay. And it's a whole other tangent of like there's it's another I, question. <laughs> it's another question. It's a different. It, are we on the same show? Yeah. Is it, yeah are we in a different right, pageant? Right. Um, but I do think there's that's a whole other conversation people have about some people don't watch porn anymore or you have it being really conscious about how and what you're watching. So I, I wish that was more of the question because it seemed like Bandit had something to say on that topic. All right. Yeah, Bandit. Bandit like Bandit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tormai, uh, this was great. Uh, it was unexpected. And I think also what saved Tormai from the bottom because like – Damn that bus dress! But uh, get oh, off the yeah. bus. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, what gender would you be uh, if you were reborn? And you know, she went with like the religious answer of like, I wouldn't want to be reborn because then I'd reach the highest of success, highest purity. Uh, it was just unexpected. Yeah, I never expected that someone on Drag Race would explain to me what Nirvana is. So I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, that's, right, right. That's fucking awesome. So like between Tormai and Genie, like I was just like, fuck, like. I am getting so much more than I paid for, which for the record is yeah, nothing because yeah. we're using yeah. a bootleg site. Thank you, Kuda LaCorn. <laughs> totally. Um, Angela. Oh, no, Mocha Diva. 
this oh. was this was uh, this was unfortunate because Mokadeva isn't transgender, and then answered the question like, like I don't know. It was he, I think they I think he just got really nervous. I think the cards got messed up, and this was supposed to go to Angela. Yeah, it was like, right. You they know? were looking for that tearful moment, you know. Yeah, and I just felt like, oh, guys, just just stop, and then just re like just start over and just ask a different question. Like this isn't. It was just strange. It's not a live show, and it just felt like that was something that was so glaring that it shouldn't have happened. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um. Angela, oh, you know what? Going back to Mokadiva again, it's like Mokadiva keeps messing up in this episode. You know, yeah. I, there, there's something, something fishy going on, uh, and it ain't fish sauce. No, it's much. not. That's the next episode. <laughs> the next episode, yeah. Um, Angela, uh, what would you say to poor people around the world? Uh, and I, this was, this was like a, a an anime Wong answer, right? Like, believe in yourself. It was like. You know, just be a good person and work hard and be strong in your position. Um, yeah, it's like I, I, I. This is a tough question. It was a it really is a hard tough question. question. Yeah. It would have been nice if she could have just sung a song about turtles, but like Shreemala <laughs> got that one. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of I gave Angela a pass because it's like I mean, a I love you. B like I don't know what I would have said either. You know. Yeah, completely. Um, Kim Huai. How does love change your life? Uh, this was sweet, right? Uh, yeah. It can help change someone else's life, help them get through things. Um, I don't know. It, 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 also a weird question, right? Yeah, it was a weird question. I mean, I mostly took the note, like, Pangina gives us kind of like, well, all right, Mary, kind of response to it, which mm -hmm. I thought was cute. Uh, I, I feel like it's the kind of question where it's like, well, like how much time do i have like how do you want me to answer this i could sure. i could answer this 20 different ways you know right um, sure oh, yeah that's tough in any pageant situation the interview question is always really hard because you got to keep it to like under two minutes you know yeah i mean I, that being said to kind of move on to vanda i think vanda nailed it I oh think, she nailed it she i nailed mean it. she made she made it personal you know, mm -hmm. like she wasn't just talking in tropes. She like backed it up with her own experience. She talked about again, like something that just felt like deeply relevant. Like I was just very surprised between her and Jeannie and Tormai. It was like you, you three are talking about something right now. You know? Yeah, yeah. You perform your pain out. You perform your emotions out. And yeah. Then at the end of the day, you go home alone, right? Like you got to learn how to deal with that. You got to learn how to do that, and that is. I mean, that's key. And uh, yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Because sometimes you feel so alone. And, yeah. And, it, and it's tough. It's really tough. But, and I think what she's saying is spot on is like, you have to then say, okay, but that that's okay because I'm here. You know what I mean? Like that ha that has to be the lesson yeah. that you learn. And it can't be, well, I'll be better if someone's here or I'll be better mm. if I have this because then it's always dependent. I mean, this makes me think if we talk about this all the time with Pandora box with her father, where she's like, you got to get to the point where right. when you do get what you wanted to hear from them, you don't need it anymore. Cause you learned how to give it to yourself. And like, I just like, I think that the, the message that she was giving was just like, so spot on is like what you learn at that worst, like that awful moment when you go home alone is like, this can either be the worst thing ever, or this can be like the only guarantee I can, you know, put my money on, you know? 
Yeah. Um, Fiona Apple has a song called uh, Better Than Fine. And the, the lyric goes, uh, let's see if I can get it right. Um, if you don't have a date, celebrate. Go out and sit on the lawn and do nothing. Because that's just what you must do. And nobody does it anymore. Oh, is that from Extraordinary Machine? Yes. Oh, I, I, that album. Oh, that, that album. That album, right, Mary? Oh, I could do a Matreon on that album. That fucking album. Let's do album. it. Yeah. Let's do it. That album oh. is so good. Oh, oh I love that yeah. album. I, it's I so it. fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank fucking you. Thank Fiona. fucking you, Fiona. Um, oh. a, a, another small tangent. Man, our Marys are getting a Matreon episode or a yes. free episode over the summer. Um, uh, extraordinary machine. You know why? You know the the impetus for her writing that song, right? Uh, Do you know the story behind it? No, I don't think so. So uh, basically, it was like when she was young, when she was like ten or eleven. Um, it's like what she would read to her her parents in the house. Huh. Huh. Uh, wait, she would like read like those words i don't understand um so more of the verses not the not the chorus oh i see i see um wow wow okay i can hear that now now that i'm kind of like thinking of the song um because i keep having the song oh sailor in my head because that one you know right Uh, right right. and oh well oh don't even get me started on oh well don't even get me started ah anyway um okay so this untucked moment, I mean, this episode, again, is the untucked moments sometimes are, they're just kind of like, okay, they're sitting around in this in this funeral home waiting room. But this week, like, uh, Vanda breaking oh, down, yeah, yeah. and then I think Bandit, like, I, it's so, I love when drag queens talk about their relationships with their mothers, you know? Like, mm. I mean, the father relationship is always interesting, but the mother one is... Um, did you watch that little thing? One of our Mary sent us about Vanda and her mom. It was like just no. a little, Oh, it's just like a four minute little kind of like news documentary. Um, and it's really interesting. Like, and seeing that made this feel even more meaningful that like Vanda lives with her mom and takes care of her. And her mom has had to accept this because this is her passion. This is her career. But she's like deep down, like I can't tell her not to do it or I can't tell him not to do it. But, um, you know, I, I certainly, you know, wish it was something else, but I have to wow. support him. And, wow. you know, and that Vanda just persists, you know? And, like, uh, it, it was a, it was really nice to kind of, like, see that other side. Like, I really I appreciated Vanda a lot more. So I highly recommend it. Oh! I oh, yeah. threw my phone. Sorry. Tonight is just oh. technical difficulties everywhere. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Sorry. Um, just... I yeah, It's an interesting kind of juxtaposition to the normal stories that I feel like media would present to us, which is like, oh, yeah, the mother's really accepting. Right, right. There's still that nuance of, like, you know, the the inconvenient truth that, like, well, she still has her traditional values that she's had all of these decades. And right. she's she's not maybe in a space or, like, in a place where she's getting reinforcements of, like, changing that perspective, you know? Yeah, or, or like, feeling pressure from the news camera on her to be like... You know, like, right. oh, yeah, I love I love the drag. Instead, it's like, no, I don't really like this. You know, right. they, 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 it's very authentic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's very nuanced, if you will. Um, very nuanced. 
So, yeah, so, and I loved when Bandit was like, can I get a group hug? And Bandit said, I can do group sex, too. Bandit oh, is yeah, I saw that. Did such you a notice, horror dog. Did, did you notice, I think it was Gim Huai, like, wasn't, like, it was awkward for Gim Huai to get in on the group hug, so she just kind of, like, pushed a pillow towards her? Oh, I didn't see that. It was a little <laughs> awkward, because I felt like half of them were like, oh, girl, I, I'd have to get up. <laughs> I'm in this galaxy pageant dress. Right, right. Like this is like this is a production. Like I just, I'll get you on the way out, girl. You know. Uh, so uh, safe is Genie and Bandit. Uh, I think, uh, you know, rightly so. Um, and the top was Gim Huai, who you know goes home. Um, huh? And Van and Vanda is deemed the winner, which I think is uh, was great. I loved her dress i loved her interview i mean it was a clear winner this week i agree um, i agreed and then the bottom was tormai and angela mocha diva and srimala uh and then obviously tormai and angela are, are safer than mocha and srimala and they have to lip sync um what did you think about the lip sync um so uh i wondered if this was kind of a candy ho jaden to your fierce laura flynn boyle situation you know? Oh, so I I don't know. Um, I think I think Mocha should have gone home. Mocha, it looked like Mocha didn't really know the words. There were inappropriate splits and stuff. Like it didn't really fit the song. And Srimala, I this is this is something that I love, and I always look for when drag queens can do this because she has huge eyelashes. She was beating her eyelashes to the same beat as the lyric, mm-hmm. or like. Or the the eighth note of the song, and it it just looked amazing, and it was so silly and so weird that I was I was like, okay, the dress is stopping her from doing anything else, and so she's doing everything with her face. And she could have taken that thing off her head because it was really the wig as well. And then at the end, mm. she just like lifts it off. I was like, Girl, take it off in the lip sync. Um, but whatever. I no, I liked Stream a lot in the lip sync. She had some fun little nuanced moments, and I didn't notice the eyelashes, but she had some other little things that I was into. I'm not saying that I thought Mocha was doing a great job. Like it, it wasn't all working for me. But I, in some of the editing, I kind of see in the corner. I was like, I don't think that she's doing a bad job. I just think they're ready to send her home, you know. And they're not right. going to send Stream a lot home yet, you know. I uh, see. I see. And so, I mean, I. I wasn't disappointed, certainly, but I still kind of, I just wondered if we saw the lipstick in full, if it would have seemed like Mocha was outperforming Stream a lot at points, you know? Uh, I, I can see that. I just, I don't know. There was more, I, I was more engaged with Stream a lot because I guess Mocha wasn't bringing it to her mouth, you know? No, it wasn't in her face. No, whereas Stream a lot was like really in her face. And I like, that's kind of where it really ultimately matters in a lip sync, you know? For as, me. As, yeah, it's a lip as, sync. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Adam Rippon once said, you just, you got to bring it, you know? <laughs> oh, um, uh, Ally, Ally Witch or Ally Witch. Uh, I know. Was on, on Twitter, uh, I guess they want to sell us on Adam, which I I don't need to be sold on Adam. I think what Adam did was like super brave and super awesome. He stood up to Mike Pence and, you know, whatever. It's it's just, you know, uh, if you're a fan of figure skating, I'm sure also Adam means something else, too. So Yeah, I guess it's kind of like Pangina and 
and Gimme's dress this week. I'm like, yeah, I see it. I yeah, sure, it's a nice dress. Yeah, he's 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 a nice gay and he's done some things. And like, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. But like, I'm not having a oh fuck you, bitch. You're amazing. I want right, to. Right. I want to wear you like a parka. Like, I'm not having that right. moment. You know. Yeah, like uh, Gus Kenworthy. It's the same thing. I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, wow, you're really attractive. Oh, you're very athletic and you're gay. Wow. Yeah. You and know? he was gay. I mean, blind. I mean, yeah. and he was blind. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, oh, that's a great lip sync uh, to do in, in some sort of like mashup, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a great, like a little like quick interlude. And then like, yeah, drop. like yeah. something about like uh, if uh, if the songs are all about like, you know, love is blind or uh, mm-hmm. seeing, seeing with my eyes or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some terrible CVS soundtrack that's got some suggestions for you. Oh, Mary. Uh, so we get the drama at the end, which we discussed at the top of this episode, this oversized Matreon episode, which I'm very happy about because this episode, I think, uh, warranted an oversized uh, Matreon Mary recap of Drag Race Thailand. Do you have any thoughts moving forward before we wrap up the show, Colin? Um, I just want to have a moment of appreciation for in this like final, you know, little moment. Uh, first of all, Mocha in boy drag and face. You know, I, I just love, oh god, I love yeah. all that. Um, uh, but so then I, there's this there's this great shot of Gimhai. You know, in, it's all in slow mo with the music, and she's saying her goodbyes. And it's this great shot of of Mocha like facing away from her, facing oh, the camera. Oh wow, yeah, that was drama. That was such was a like good they, shot. It was like they told Mocha to stand there and look this way. You know, yeah, oh, it was fabulous. It was just so good. I mean, last week I think there was a similar moment when um, oh, who went home last week? Uh, oh. Uh, Kana and uh yes Kana and Maya and Maya and Bandit kind of like stood back and just kind of like held back because she didn't want to cry there's just Mm -hmm. those little micro moments where I'm like okay there's that Emmy you know eventually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eventually uh the show the show I love this show show. I love that drink Mm, I love that drink um but that's all I've got to say I mean obviously uh we'll talk about the food in the food episode. So, on, um, food. and I won't say too much because sometimes I forget what you haven't seen yet. So All right, like, Mary, I, well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I almost spoiled something earlier when we were, uh, we almost texted you something earlier and then I realized, Oh no, you don't know about that yet. So I didn't, All so I gotta right. be careful. Yeah. All right, Mary. Um, well with that, uh, Mary's, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at all right, Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com uh, and let us know your thoughts on Drag Race Thailand Season 2. Uh, it is heating up. Wait, Snatch Game? It's like, where's Snatch Game? Where are you, Snatch Game? Come on. Now yeah. we, have six, we have six contestants remaining. Like, what's going on here? Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, I uh, have looked ahead because I watched the next episode because uh, we're going to record the next episode right after this. But uh, yeah, the Snatch Game has changed up, which, you know, second season already they're changing it up, which I think is cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, if you want, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Johnny also. And you can get more of me on my podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. 
Uh, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore because Colin Drucker was taken. And uh, if you're a Patreon, you already know how to get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. And in that case, thank you. And if you're a free skate, Mary, hearing this episode for the first time uh, and you want to become a Patreon, then you can go to that URL I just told you, which is patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. And not only can you get all of our Drag Race Thailand recaps, uh, but tons of other movies and videos and hot takes and everything else. Fabulous. Well, thanks a lot, Mary. We're going to leave you with the season one theme song as usual. Cause it's uh, fabulous. I'm just going to call it baby peach on a bike and, uh, uh, Sawadee Ka, Mary's. All right. Sawadee Ka. Bye. Bye.